Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books. It's the On Deck TV show. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely. And I am Spike Glue on them same social sites. Holla at your boy, boy. Did you have a good time on another week in the books, Animal Brown? Absolutely, man. Shout out that the um I, I appreciate the invite. Definitely don't Absolutely. get a chance to uh tell our story like we had a chance to on that. So that was super dope. Um, was. Shout out to Mo too, man. Cool people. I like what y'all doing over there. Big facts, man. If you want to check that out, get a more personable side of the On Deck TV show duo, Animal Brown and I did an interview over on the On Another Week in the Books feed. So make sure you check that out. This week, man, I played golf this weekend, first and foremost. For sure. Stunk it up. Did. But I do see why people keep going, because it was one shot, nigga. The last hole from like 200 yards out, I got within like 10 feet. (laughs) <laughs> that shit felt so amazing. I'm talking about stunk it up all day. <laughs> we went out there at 1 30. We got through it like 5 30 or 6. And I tell you, first of all, I was tired as hell. But that oh, one yeah. shot, I see how people get hooked on it. Because you'll stick it up, hit it to the left, hit it to the right, miss it. But then one time you would hit that motherfucker and it looked like the people on TV. Yeah. Uh, here you go, another $100. Let me do this again tomorrow. But that's the rush. That's the, that's the, uh, that's the gambling rush. Facts, 100%, man. So that's a dope little hobby. I, I like it. I'm having fun with that. Speaking of having fun, man, we're not going to do it this episode because this is Nas B-Sides. <laughs> Ba-doom-ting! Shout out to Nas fans out there, man. We got to pay respects to the legends. We did the Jay-Zs, the Drakes, the Waynes. So we had to throw Nas in there with his B-Sides. Some could argue his whole catalog is B-Sides, but Sleep. we will point out our favorites. Also, is Rolling Loud getting too far gone? Has it jumped the shark? Future sold his catalog. We want to know, is that a smart move? And BET dropped its 50 best hip-hop samples. But first, Animal Brown, Academics, your mans, has been in the news again. This time he called older rappers washed excuse me not washed he referred to them as dusty yeah big difference there (laughs) he referred to those guys as dusty and a lot of rappers came out that were older and they took heed to it mainly ll cool j he had some words to say but a lot of people responded ab what do you think about act calling the previous generation dusty yeah, I know Kid Cudi said he felt like he was the most hated man in hip-hop. Well, there's a new most hated man in hip-hop this week, at least, and this DJ Academics. Um, he was doing this Twitch thing, as he always does. and he, But his idea of people being dusty is that they're not walking around with P&B rock levels of jewelry around their neck. So if you're not rocking ice like that, then he looks at you like, oh, that means you must be broke. And... DJ Academic, I had to look it up. He's 31 years old. He's too old to have his mindset. He has a young crowd that, that follows and listens to him. I understand that. But he's too young to still be thinking like this. Um, I, saw, I saw a clip one time where he was talking about how he's got more money than rappers and all these rappers. And he said the reason he can say that is because he buys his cars cash and he, the dealers are telling him that the rappers are leasing them. Okay. And actually, that makes you look like a lick. Nigga, they see you coming around the block because your dumbass thinks that cashing out on a whip means that you got paper. Meanwhile, niggas that's already done that and fucked up, they know that that shit is worthless, nigga. They just go lease it and ride it out for a couple years and trade it for the new shit. They've got hip to the game while you're still learning and getting raped. 
So that's that's where his mindset is at still. Um, he went, yeah, he went crazy. Man, have, have you, when the last time you saw somebody from the old school look like they got paper? Blah 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 blah. Um, the response was very interesting, though. A lot of people, I don't think LL Cool J knew who he was, though, because he called he him. Did. He just DJ. wasn't calling. Yeah, he wasn't just. You, well, you know how old niggas be, man. Like, be, I'm, like I, mean, I don't want to get. I don't want to get put on the screen like I'm dissing old niggas, but you know how we seen Nelly and Lil Wayne try to talk to each other on fucking IG and how True. awkward that was. So just with technology and new terminology, he probably know he ain't a DJ, but just well, don't right. know if you're a DJ or not. Excuse me. Well, yeah, he that's possible. But I seen a whole lot of throwback rappers comment on this that I hadn't even never heard of. So some of them are just using this as they 15 minutes. Um, fine. But he was dead wrong, though. Like, he, But that's where his mindset is. He talks to people that are like 17. Yep, yep. You hit the nail on the head when you said his crowd, and he's catering to those people. Facts. This is odd to me, though, because academics is dusty. Like, let's not get it twisted here. He walks around looking dusty as well. Like, he's not no fly dude. <laughs> And I'm saying that won't all the smoke. I know I'm much flyer than he is. So I can say that. Like, so it did that confuses me in the sense of him, like just I guess he attributing to what's jewelry or something of that nature. Probably. But even the best response to it, I feel like was LL Cool J. And we talked about it a little bit on another week in the books. It's not necessarily the monetary value that you add to the culture. And the response. And so many people responded. I think the hit dog holler scenario definitely goes here because I don't think I think it was tongue in cheek back. While I won't shoot him no bell on what he said, he got a point and he's talking to his crowd like he wasn't trying to diss a nigga specifically. It do be some dusty old rappers like he ain't off on that. We've seen him. Yeah, Man, you have came across him and be like, no way, bro. This ain't the nigga that when we can give you his 16 and this nigga Air Force Ones is leaning over. We've seen right. that in person. So for act not to comment on that and say that that happens, he wouldn't be doing his job. So I respect it. And I also respect LL Cool J putting him in his place and having the, the response. And like, look, bro, you thinking it's money and it ain't all money. It got a lot more to do with it than that. So I think that that was a good exchange between just those two. But like you said, when everybody else starts throwing their hat in and they want to comment and they want to comment, kind of like the control verse, it yeah. makes it like it, it just turns into media at that point. But had it stopped it at what he said, because, again, he's talking to his crowd and he's speaking from a perspective and LL Cool J like, nah, young blood, it goes this way. That's how the game, in my opinion, is supposed to go. It did strike a nerve. A lot of people commented. And, but it also goes to speak to the 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 there's a respect level that you must have if you are in the culture of the people that came before you because yeah. without them you wouldn't be able to do it what it is that you do and I, and that's, that's where someone does need to like like bro you sound like a clown my nigga like what be, from that perspective and LL like, told him that real eloquently like an old yeah, head supposed sure. to like really schooled the nigga. Right. Like, this niggas out here that may you may have a lot more money than some of these niggas out here, but the work that they put in made it possible, my nigga. Exactly. So you can sit on your Twitch and tell your stories and talk to these rappers, bro. So let's that's not that, get it twisted. That's 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 the point that people are yeah. trying to say. And again, there's more money in hip hop today, now, period, exactly. than it was back then. It's not the same. It's like the NBA, bro. Like niggas wasn't getting three hundred million dollar contracts in eighty five. That don't mean they dusty like that. That that's but because again, without them laying the groundwork, you don't get these three hundred m's today. Like that, you have to understand that and not lose sight of that. I will say I did like um, Russell Simmons' response though. What he say? 
<clears throat> Russell Simmons very calmly in a, in a Russell Simmons way was like, yo, bro, you, you may have a lot of money. Like, I'm not, hey, I'm not doubting that. Congratulations on your success. How many people have you made millionaires, though? And what are you contributing to this Reel culture? them off. What are you contributing to this culture? That like, okay, cool. Like, you're doing well for yourself. That's great. How many people have you made millionaires? Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Like, because then that's when you get to talking. Then you can talk some talk. Tell about Until impact. then, yeah. uh, like, just relax. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, but it was, it was funny, but I, I respected the response. He is going to be on Breakfast Club by the time this airs. So who knows what he'll say on there? And I think he's doing a sit down with LL Cool J too. So he's getting a nice little kick of this, a nice little Google search off of this or whatever. Some nice SEO. Um, <laughs> points off of this but this is it's his job right like it's his job to be salacious to speak for that generation and to conjure up conversation like if he's sitting down with ll cool j if he's going on a breakfast run behind this i respect that i respect the conversation my problem would be more so like you were saying with every nigga throwing they had it like now you're proving his point like when the dusty niggas that he's talking about start making a case for it like oh i ain't dusty yeah my nigga you dusty yeah ll cool j can comment LL Cool J can do Russell this. Simmons can come. He can do that. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I, I respect it. It's probably a move. I'm sure Act didn't mean to do this. No, no. You don't know, but it, it played out well, I think, especially if it's going to have a beneficial conversation, if he understands what impact means versus money. But, that, but again, the people he's talking to, they need to understand that shit, too. Don't come out here on some. Well, the only way they gonna, they ain't going to listen to us or Russell Simmons or LL Cool J. So the mm-hmm. only way I feel like they're going to understand it, if it's explained to him and he gets it. Yeah, him sitting sure. down with LL Cool J, then going to Twitch and being like, here, guys, here it is. That's the only way, in my opinion. No doubt, man. Moving on, taking it up to New York, rolling loud. New York went down over the weekend. I know you saw the crazy footage with Offset performing in the rain and Nicki Minaj doing her set, bringing out a lot of guests. Uh, a couple of people you didn't see on stage were a handful of New York drill rappers, um, artists like Shot Eck, 22Gs, Ron Suno. They were on deck to perform, but the police said, eh, eh, eh. No, y'all niggas is too hot in them, in them Brooklyn streets right now, in them drill streets. Y'all niggas can sit this one out. Um, so obviously the artists were tight about that. Um, do you think that was fair or foul that the police shut down the drill set at uh, Rolling Loud New York? I think that it's foul. Now, I understand insurance. I understand safety. I understand the things that can happen. However, Rolling Loud knew this before they booked the shows. So for you to put a whole bill together, act like, cause I, at this point, I don't even believe that they ever intended for them to perform. Mm-hmm. For you to go out, sell tickets, have people hype, have these fans of these artists in the venue. And then like, hey, you know what? The police pressuring us now, we can't do it. Like there's been a lot of speculation backlash from artists being arrested, showing up to Rolling Loud that they work with the police anyway. So why wouldn't they throw the show? Why I wouldn't put it above the promoter to say, hey, we'll put their names on here and then you know, we'll let y'all come do what y'all do or shut it down or whatever it may be. Oh, it's no refunds because you got to see Kendrick Lamar. You got to see Offset. Cardi B was here. We can't guarantee that everybody else comes. And what makes me even say that more is Rolling Loud, Rolling Loud doesn't take any responsibility, any of the statements that I've seen released. It's, oh, well, they should show up on time. You want to see everybody, then they should show up on time. You want the drill rappers to perform, talk to New York police. 
Like I, I just feel like with that brand and as big as it is, they would have a lot more pool if they wanted this to go off. They would have a lot more insurance, a lot more security, a lot more assurances to the police that they don't have to not let the drill rappers perform. So I'm putting the blame on Rolling Loud for this. Yeah, this is this has happened before in 2019. Pop Smoke couldn't do it. He they wouldn't let him on stage. Neither would uh, they wouldn't let 22 G's on stage either. Um, yo, I, here's the thing, man. Let let people in New York tell it who are on the ground. The drill stuff is out of control in New York in terms of with the violence and it and it fueling and flaming a lot of the beef, which is leading to people getting killed. Let let them tell it on the on the streets. They're closer to the situation than I am. I'm nowhere near that shit. Um, so I'll, I'll take their word for it for the most part. And I remember at one time we talked about how the, the radio was like, yo, we're not going to play no more disc, no drill disc records, bro. It's getting out of here. It's like, it's too crazy at this point. And so at some point, somebody has to, because it can't be both sides. We can't go, yo, why is everybody just sitting around, not really doing nothing? And then when people do things and like, yo, try to put their foot down and try to draw some lines, like, yo, y'all chill out. Then it's like, oh, they're overstepping their boundaries and da 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 So like, it's, it's got to be one way or the other. Um, I'll say this though, I've heard of one of these. I've heard of two, two Gs. I've never heard of Ron Suno and I've never heard of Shaq. Ek. So just the fact that they're getting banned from playing they are, I'm reading an article right now from NBC News, and I'm sure this is the first time that Shaq Ek, with all due respect, is on M M is on CBS <laughs> News or whatever the fuck this is, NBCNews.com, and mm. it's also plastered across several other websites. So he's probably getting more pub by not being able to, being able to perform than he is if he had been one of those fifty opening acts at Rolling Loud that nobody would have gave a shit about. Because Offset was in the rain and Nicki Minaj brought out Lil Uzi Vert. Like, nobody would have cared about Shaq. So, he's I, don't know, I would say that, though, bro. Nah, like, they, bro, these niggas were performing early, bro. Like, trust me. They're mm. not getting, their videos not going viral. Niggas not sharing Ron Suno, with all due respect. But they that's how they get the away with it, though. That's how Rolling Loud, in my opinion, gets away with, it's almost like a pseudo or a faux promotion. Like, bro. You and I talked about this drill stuff a while ago with the mayor and, and they wanted to have meetings. I've seen this shit on Vice. It's literally been everywhere. So why would Rolling Loud continue to proceed with booking all of these drill niggas knowing damn well there may be a problem with it? Like, I just, that that makes no sense to me. Like, it feels like you duping your fans. I mean, because they're, 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 they're going, they're, what they're going to do is, yo, it wasn't on us, it's on them. So look, we'll book you. If these niggas pull up and say y'all can't go, then that's out of our hands. Yeah, but on we'll do what we can. Because if they didn't book them, then people would be blaming Rolling Loud. Now I, people are blaming the police department. That's why it absolves them of responsibility. Because they're saying, shit, we got we cool with you being here. We're trying to get you a platform, bro. Like they're they're like, yo, we're trying, but they're not letting us. So I think the artists are, I think artists are starting to see through that. Because the second part of this was 21 Savage, he came late and they cut his set short. And there were a lot of other people that got passed over and rolling loud. Like you just said, hey man, you came late. We told you what time to be here. That in turn, like, yeah, the artist does have some blame there, but also like, are you putting on a show for the fans or are you just doing this shit to like make money and not for the culture? Like you gotta, I understand it's a business. I understand it got to be a certain time, but there should, like put it in a contract. Let motherfuckers know. That if they late, then it's, it's a possibility that you may not go on. It just seems 
unethical or a lot of shady shit goes on just so they can pump the Rolling Loud brand versus people having a, a good experience in hip hop. That's my problem with it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot that you got to do when you run in one of these festivals. A lot of moving parts. I know, I know Rocky, ASAP Rocky, there was an issue. They cut his short, his yeah, set cut short, short too. They cut 21 uh, Savage. 21 Savage said he'll never perform a Rolling Loud again. Yeah, I seen that. I don't, I don't know, because uh, that it's still kind of. They responded and said he was late, and he said it was they cut him short. Yeah, see, I ain't seen him say nothing about. I just seen the tweet. I don't know what mm. the fuck was the issue, but, uh, I mean, I don't know who does that hurt more. The Rolling Loud brand, hence the Shit. question. It's out of there. They over with. All righty, man. Just this past week, Hendrix, Pluto, whatever you want to call him, Future, he sold his catalog to a one of those publishing purchasing companies question real simple animal brown smarter dumb move um it's a smart move um he sold his publishing catalog from 04 all the way up to 2020 um they said that contained about 600 songs high big boy figures they're talking between 60 to 75 million Listen, I'm not mad at that. Um, if we want to put it into context, Justin, uh, was it Justin Timberlake's? Just saw his 400, if I'm not mistaken. Look, you're, first of all, he's made money off of these records from streams. He's made money off these records from shit, nigga, YouTube videos, from, from concerts, from tours, from shows. And then you sell them and you get an even bigger bag. So you've, you've already made money off of this shit five, six, seven different ways. That's a lot of bread, dude. 60 to 75 million is a nice ticket. Obviously taxes, legal fee. We are okay, blah, blah, blah. He's not going to see all, all 75 million. But 75 million is 75 million, dude. And he still gets to keep the stuff he has from 2000 on up. And who knows what type of run he's about to go on right now because he's still relevant. Bro, this... There's, there's got to be a thing going on because a lot of people are cashing out. I know the Dream did it. He sold all of his. We just seen Irv Gotti sell a lot of his from Murder, Inc. The word on the street is Kanye has got his up for sale for a ridiculous amount of money. That thing, They say he wants 35 times his what future earning, whatever the little um, evaluation is. So, bro, it's something going on that we're obviously, I'm out of the loop on, but a lot of people are cashing out right now. And I'm not mad at it, especially when you've already made a shitload of money off of it to begin with. And then you didn't sell all of it. You still keeping current shit and future shit. And I think he's still whoever owns his masters, because this is not masters this is publishing. You, you still have the masters joker in your back pocket. Uh, I'm not mad at this dog, at all. What's the difference between masters and publishing? Uh, the masters is the, the actual song. So like when you record the full song, and then the like the, and you have that one recording like this the cd nigga that's your master and everything that you hear on the radio and stuff is just a copy of that and so anytime that somebody samples that song period like the or they play it in a movie or commercial it has to come from the master the publishing is what you wrote on it so if a nigga come out and say uh on a song nigga uh they quote a future line Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's goes to whoever owns the publishing. That that's how they get paid off of that. Yeah, to my understanding, that's right. the difference. I just wanted to make sure I understood that it was clear. And 
in publishing is split up between the producer, the label, and, and the writer uh, and the performer. A, a couple of different ways. I feel like what's going on is like Jada Kiss famously said one time, like, I don't want to do all of that work, bro. Like, yeah, me owning it, I can make money, potentially more money than you off of it because I would own it, but I would have to work it. Like, if you already got the infrastructure set up and you finna give me a lump sum up front and I can use that money to go do something I really want to do versus trying to place my lyrics somewhere on a movie or a commercial or a t-shirt or with a team entrance. If you already got that set up and you finna give me 70 million for it, run it. Let's go. I can go in and put that towards, like you said, the second half of my career, whatever I'm trying to do, building a bigger brand. Absolutely. So when a nigga like Kanye West say I want 35 times, I understand that. Yep. I'm the biggest name. I move the fucking meter. Do you know how much you're going to make from the uh, wait till I get my money right, nigga? For sure. Absolutely. So <clears throat> I totally understand him wanting that and the move to getting those things So especially while you're still relevant. Because like you said, I can make it and cash out and do this again in 20 years. Exactly. Four years. Like who's to say I won't be able to do that? It may not be 60, but it'll be 30. And that's a nice chunk of change as well, even if I don't stay as relevant. So I like the move. And I think it's gearing towards people just can be able to use that capital to do something that they actually want to do. How With much Kanye do you think? Clothing. How much do you think Kanye's publishing royalties bring in a year? And that's how, keep in mind. This is split up between the writers, the producer. So if you got 20 writers digging your shit is getting split up even more. Mm-hmm. A year, what do you think his shit so brings in? How much do Kanye make off of it a year? Just royalties. I would say 8 million. 13.2. Just off everything I done did. Yes. Didn't count what I'm doing or nothing else. This exactly. is the shit that I done did. Exactly. Fire. This is probably shit from like 08. so so he's looking to get about 35 times the evaluation of gross profit do the math it's about 175 million they said Wes so they said his discography brings in 13 million when you break down after everything is but he probably gets about five of that a year give or take so he's looking to get about 175 for his catalog which is fucking crazy put that towards that Yeezy money not a Yeezy money, Brent. Listen, put that toward a fucking, I don't know, Chicago Bears money, like I, whatever, nigga. Like <laughs> we talking big boys, this big boy shit, dude. Like whenever you can make a play like that, you can turn some old shit, future shit from. Can you name a future song from 04? You can't. When nigga, did the March Madness come out? Not 04. <laughs> he wrote. He wrote. That's that's writing like credits from like a fucking ludicrous right? song or something. But my point is, when you can turn that. Yeah, <laughs> or a mixtape song, or whatever the case may be, into double digit high, double digit M's, man, bro, run that. Thanks. Not even close. Fact. Um, man, moving on. Before we get to these nice B side joints, uh, BET they dropped their list of the fifty best hip hop samples. Very interesting list. Um, take a look at it. How accurate was it? And what's two of your favorite joints? I like that list, man. I'm always, what I like to do when I look at this list is go listen to the original songs to find my old school playlist songs that way. Really fire to do it. This is a decent list. So I'm always, like I said, appreciative of sample lists so I can find me some old songs. If I had to pick two, yeah. one would be by the aforementioned Kanye West, the slow jams, sampling that Luther, he fire. And the other one would be 
same Kanye West. This can't be life off the Dynasty album with Scarface and um, Benny Siegel, and it you was know. sampled for Hell Melvin and the Blue Notes. I miss you. Bye. Yep. Now, yeah, you can, I can't argue with that. I, I was gonna go Kanye. Um, I've been working the slave ship. He chopped that that Marvin Gaye sample up crazy. Even though I sure did. He chopped that motherfucker up. I think that was the live version too. Like he that. He killed that. And then I'm going to go with a layup. Isley Brothers, Footsteps in the Dark, which is Ice Cubes. It was a good day. Was a good day. I know he didn't do a whole bunch to the sample. It doesn't matter. That's one of the best rap songs of all time. Um, Ice Cube is not a dusty nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely not a dusty rap nigga. <laughs> he not definitely. an old dusty rap nigga. So I guess academics would approve of this selection. But that's one of my favorite songs. Even though he didn't freak it like that, like in terms of flipping the sample and doing a whole bunch of shit to it. But nigga, that shit fired though. It's a classic. I was thinking you mentioned Ice Cube. This is a random thought. They should all the HBCU football programs should be in one conference, and Ice Cube should be the commissioner of the conference. Since he got background with the big three, then like a league owner. I feel like that'll be big. Just something to think about. I wonder if he'd be interested in that. I wonder how you feel on the big the cube been low. Was out here doing that, a since presidential that, even low, yeah, like. that president stuff. He got he, he like oh, y'all got me fucked up. I can really <laughs> just enjoy my money, nigga. I ain't got to be out here doing this shit. That's I feel like that's what he said, man. <laughs> that like nigga got that. super low. Yeah, he was. He like I'm y'all done ran my boy Cube off, man. God yeah. damn. I like to see that though. I think that would be dope. All right, yeah, Nas B sides, AB. Did you have a hard time finding these? No, nah, I like his, like you said, his catalog is mostly considered mostly B-sides, man. That ain't even a diss, though. I was being funny, but that ain't even a diss at all. Yeah, like, look at, like, I'd rather him make that type of music. You look at, you niggas, look at some of his singles, like One Mic and stuff. That's, man, that's not a single. Niggas really fuck, do, niggas you know, started putting oil in the game on Nas, really. He had this shit perfected. Niggas started talking about sales and, exactly. and fucking first week numbers and singles and all, man, if it had to just stay like what it was, Nas would have been revered as probably the GOAT. That made me realize just listening back to this shit, because can't nobody really just get in there, just I'm on an album just spitting mode like he can, do. Yeah, when, when they try to step outside of that, you get yeah, you're like, what is this, bro? You get a shorty owe me ice with genuine like that shit garbage, bro. Like, I don't, you don't need to don't make that. Fit dude. you, Nas. Yeah, it don't even fit you, bro. <laughs> Please don't make shit like that, dude. Oh don't my god. Me. Anyway, but so this was a layup for me though. I, I already kind of knew off the dome which ones I was gonna lean a little toward. Um, mm. but what you got though? What you thinking? Um, to start out with, I would start with. I don't have anything off Illmatic, spoiler alert. <laughs> That's but a first, layup, though, honestly. First for me, is Favor for a Favor with Scarface, man, off the uh, It Was Written album. It's I Am. Uh, excuse me, I Am album. Um, how I Stumbled Across this big Scarface friend, uh, cousin that was older than me, used to listen to Scarface a lot, bought the diary. And I, I some kind of way listening to Scarface, I heard this song and had to listen to the Nas album. I wasn't really up on Nas when I came across this song, but it still remains to be one of my favorite songs ever. That Scarface favor for a favor. Them niggas was spitting. Yeah. Now, that's the shit. I actually had that on my list, but really? I had I had bonus songs just in case, so I came mm. prepared. But that song was the shit. Um, I really like that album. I remember that take me back album. to high school, bro. Like that's 
Shout out Jay, shout out my boy Caesar. We used to ride around listening to that shit in his mama minivan. That shit was Thanks. banging. That's funny. Um, I'm gonna this take it. Got, this album got like four of them on there, to be honest. Nah, that's a fact. I thought you was gonna go the Isley joint. Which the one? Project Windows. Was mm-hmm. that on there? That's oh no, that no. Nah, my bad. Man, just, just spoiler alerted my <laughs> Yeah, my bad. Shit. I, had whole, I had a whole lead in for it and everything. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Nah, I was gonna go. The other one that I would have played off of that is the story. Uh, you know what he telling the story? Uh, is it is, but not money is my bitch or undying love is one of those. I can't undying love. Undying love. Yeah. And then that K I S S I N G with R Kelly too is mine. Yeah. He was He laid the parking big joint too. Yeah. That's some shit on there. That album was banging though. Obviously. Um, that's funny as fuck. I'll go Nostradamus too then since, since we, we about to go there. So, um, I went to the quote unquote controversial song on here. This is the one that um Fox News tried to hem up uh Nas with. I remember he was trying to do something. I think he was trying to do something at a at a school, and they played the shoot 'em up lyrics with the little Christmas beat in the background. And he was telling a story about the, as Nas does, he tells a lot of stories. We could probably have done an episode on just his story songs, but um, he tells a story about the guy setting them up or whatever the case may be. And people pulled those lyrics like out of context and were like, look, he's talking about shooting the guy. And and they, and they banned him from from performing somewhere. I'm hot. I can't remember where it was, but that shit was insane that people was taking it out of context, but that song is Fire though, and he ripping that shit. That one of my favorite way. songs on there. And actually, if niggas is keeping it a stack, like Nostradamus is probably his most hated album, but it's actually not that it bad. bad. Like niggas tried that to probably, say. I, that was the first Nas album I bought. Nostradamus. Yeah, it, it hit it hit us differently because we weren't attached to Illmatic like everybody else was, yeah. or it, or it was written for that matter. We weren't attached to it because it doesn't. It's not better than those. But yeah. it is good though, and like it's it's it not is. just complete trash. Like I niggas trying to make yeah it. For, for a southern hip hop fan, it's definitely like okay, I'm fucking with this. It ain't bad as New York niggas try to make it out to be. There is like, a song here that has terror. I mean, that has held up terribly though. That big girl, that has You're a big girl. Now. Oh my god, hey, run that back. You gonna be like ah? That's some slow. I can tell that you that sounds already. crazy now. The uh my next one you already uh spoiler alerted it. I'm gonna have them play this at my funeral. So if they haven't played it, if you there when I'm dead and they ain't played this, play this in the parking lot. That project windows, Nas, nigga, that is fire. Probably one of my favorite songs ever, at least top ten. I know. Uh, I remember reading the track list for this. I, this is what made me buy the album. All I see, mm. this was when we would go just buying an album, nigga. I remember the single from this, but I seen the track list in Best Buy when I bought it. It had Ronald Isley and Project Windows. I went to this song first, and it was everything that I ever wanted it to be, nigga, with Ronald Isley and Nas. It's probably one of my favorite songs. That I mean, I guess, how could you miss on that? It like, it's just, <laughs> like, the beat fire, the vibe. Ronald Isley was perfect for that song. Thanks, you, why don't he get more? You ever, why he don't do more, like, rap features, though? He said he wasn't into it at first. He said he didn't want to let it got a story talking about it. I can't remember what it was on, 
but he was like coming out of our era that like we just made original music. So when people would call us gotcha. to rap and they were like, oh, we want a sample. We were like, sample, what does that even mean? Gotcha. And they weren't familiar with the process and some kind of way or another Ice Cube made them familiar with it, let them hear the song. That was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, niggas probably just couldn't afford it. Other than that. No. I know he was smacking. <laughs> Man, nah. I don't even know what y'all niggas in here doing, and y'all look like y'all got plenty of money. Come on with it, man. Young blood. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but I just I feel like we got cheated out of some some dope man. ass collabs. He that need that Jay Z Ronald Isley tomorrow. Yeah, that would have been hard. Oh he should have. He uh, should have been like why he, they was recording that remake that they did. She's like, hold me just a little bridge, just a little bridge or something for the next one that he working on. <laughs> Get a nigga a la di da di da or something like it, bro. It could have been yeah. like Charlie Wilson, bro. Like Charlie Wilson kind of embraced yep, hip hop when exactly. Snoop kind of brought him back. He did a couple of hooks and stuff. Was and it, this shit worked. Was it the R. Kelly thing? Did niggas fear away from him when he was doing the whole Mr. Big thing? Was that a thing? No, nah, but maybe R. Kelly just ate up all the hooks, though. Because he was on the rap hooks crazy. So maybe he was just like, he was taking up like that, that Isley Lane that, look. That what it would have been for him. That's true. Yeah. Some of That's them. That's a fact. Um, I'm going to go with another story. Uh, this, this is my only other story joint on here. And this is the story you love to hate on for some strange ass reason, but I'm going stillmatic with Rewind. Oh and this is God. one of the most creative most song in hip hop history. That's oh, what that dude. is. <laughs> this is ridiculously creative. Even though the beat is just okay, I'm gonna keep it a stack, but it's not about the beat. It's about him telling a story backwards. Just when you think, what else could this nigga tell a story about? He does it in a way that doesn't come off as gimmicky, in my opinion. It actually comes off as just impressive. And then it ends with a little voicemail. It's like, bro, like this, this shit is complete flames, dude. I even played this with my gal, and she was even like, oh, wow, that was dope. And she don't even listen to this shit like this, though. She was like, <laughs> she was like oh, that was cool. I was like, I know. It was amazing. It yeah, wasn't just cool. It was amazing. Yeah, but I, was cool to her is amazing. So I'll take that. One day you'll wake up and appreciate it the same it was, way. I don't even uh, listen to that song. I super dope. As soon as it comes on, I change. However, turn it up. <laughs> however, with that being said, I too will go with the Nas story. Hope you, well, you probably had this one on this because I too, like your girl, the first time that I heard this was like, wait, run that back. Like, let me hear that again. And that's off that Lost Tapes. It said Blaze 50 yeah, or, with Blazer 50. Shout out J-Hove. I remember sitting on Vox Lane listening to this and I'm like whoa this nigga because yeah. again I wasn't a Nas fan wasn't a big Nas guy but this shit right here is really what made me start respecting the shit out of him and what he was able to do lyrically nigga this Blaze 50 is fucking amazing it might have been the blueprint for that rewind story because remember he started over true. and told that motherfucker again so that's true might have been some motivation for that um shot that lost tapes that CD was banging um yeah. that song is crazy though <laughs> That nuts. shit is crazy. He's spitting on there. You know what? I think I might have played that for her too. That Blaze 50. Y'all got some hell of, hell of a stories, man. No, that's a fact. He cold with that shit. Um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna keep it that same project. I'm gonna go Papa was a player. Um a player. love that fucking <laughs> song, too. Speaking of R. Kelly sample. Um that Papa was a player, man. That's one of my favorite songs on there. Again, that lost tapes I thought was super dope. Um, I forgot when these sessions was. I think these was like I am sessions or somebody mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. It may have been Nostradamus sessions that these were supposed to go on. But um, I, I, I used to really, really like that damn Lost Tapes 
joint. And that Papa was a player is one of my favorite on there. Super dope banger. Listening to this, I did say, man, I need to listen to more old Nas. Like, I don't revisit Nas enough at all. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. But um, this definitely made me do that. I'm going to go more recent with my next one. It's off of that Life is Good album. I thought Nas was completely done, but he killed me. Came out with this banging ass Life is Good, and it stayed with Large Professor. Still man, to this day, listen to that. Woo, that's set. That second yes. verse? Man. Come on, man. That second verse, dude? Ripping man, that. that. Absolutely. J- J. Cole sampled that. He used that same sample on uh on one of them mix one of them truly yours, yours mixtapes. Yeah. And that shit was fire too. However, they right bro, J. Cole was spitting his ass off on there. He too, was he went better than Nas though. Nah. Yeah. The, 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 the second verse is ridiculous, bro. And that album was banging too. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, that, that whole album was my fact. Um, damn, that was a good ass pick. I'm going uh I'm gonna go hip hop is dead. Um, this was tough because there's two on here I really, really like, but the one with Game and Marsha Ambrosius, who is mm. quietly undefeated when it comes to rap hooks, um, and that's when this is also one of Game's best verses too, uh, guest feature verses. Um, it's called Hustlers. Dr. Dre did the beat. Please run that back. Do yeah, do yourself a favor. Man. Nas ripped it, game ripped it. Where he was like, I'm in the record store with choices to make. Illmatic oh, on his honor. I only got $20 to my pocket. Fuck it, I stole both. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, <laughs> that shit. Niggas be forgetting game, be rapping his ass off. Nas was banging, the beat was hard, and the hook was flawless. Um, y'all run that uh, still. I mean, um, y'all run that Hustlers back. And I was leaning toward that still dreaming with Kanye on there, which is also fire. Kanye was ripping that, too. I listened that to that shit was in preparation for this. Another one that I have, it's not off a of Nas album, but it's definitely a B-side, Nas and Scarface. Again, you put me on this. Uh, that DJ Khaled, man, hip-hop with Scarface and Nas. Jesus yeah, Christ. Them niggas was spitting. Them niggas was killing this. Yeah. Um, Scarface was killing it. It's on that uh, Kiss the Ring. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ring. That's probably the best Khaled album, too. Man, did you used to the big posse joints or whatnot? This is a B side Cali track, which is very rare with Scarface and Nas. And they just both of them took the perspective of hip hop being like a girl. Yep. Well, just one of them did, I believe. However, the shit went, it was banging. Both of them was ripping it. I do remember that. Them niggas undefeated on the collabs, man. We we need about three or four more during that during that heyday time. Man. Uh, we were cheated out of more Scarface and Nas collabs because them niggas that hey, what if I <laughs> this just hit me too? What if they did like a little nine piece? Need that right now. You ain't gotta finish it. You ain't gotta finish it, nigga. Right <laughs> now, I'm listening to that. That's the one that I come on, bro. Nas and Scarface. Yeah. Right now, bro, with it, man. I, um, who we do that? Who we gonna have? Um, what's the nigga name to be with? Hit boy, do that. Hit boy, yeah, fuck it. We ain't gonna overthink that. Look at hit boy. Need that, man. Come on, give us that one scar face for your retirement. Um, man, my last one uh was a off a collab tape. This one was with the one he did with with Kanye. A lot of people had mixed feelings about it. I remember when Kanye was on his seven album good music run and they were doing live listening parties, streamings at midnight. 
And I remember watching this one and they did it in New York at Queens Bridge under the bridge. And this song, Everything came on with the dream and Kanye singing that hook. And nigga, they was under the bridge with a little bonfire under Queen. Man, nigga, I almost had a nervous breakdown, nigga. That shit is complete flames. Didn't like get movie, talked about man. enough. Yeah. A super soulful Kanye hook. No auto-tune and all of that shit, nigga. Nah, nigga, just, just pain, nigga, singing through that shit. Complete flames. If y'all haven't ran that Nazir everything back, please do yourself a favor. That's a good one to end it on, because I was going to pick that one, too. So that's perfect. Nigga, that that hey, man, perfect. that that damn lie. I got to see if I can find that footage, because that shit ain't on YouTube. Crazy. It got to be on YouTube. Right? It got to be. And I'm from Queens, too. That shit, it really yeah. hit home. It's from North Nashville, my nigga. <laughs> she from North Nashville. <laughs> home, hilarious. nigga. What we got? That was it? That was we my five. It. I got to do a, a playlist for this. Yeah, I yeah. follow on Apple Music, man. I'm gonna drop this playlist. We need these Nas B sides. I did the Wayne B sides playlist. I mean, the whole B sides. You gotta do the Nas B sides, man, and put that rewind first. Just yeah. out of respect. I did that Drake too. I got a mean Drake playlist. Mm. None of that singing shit. Nigga got strong B sides though, man. Like niggas oh. can't sleep though. B sides is what make it go, man. That's what makes this shit rock. Them hits and singles expire, man. Them B-sides make you, you go back, you be listening. You're like, damn, I forgot about this. He could do a show. Yeah, hype. Facts. Like whole? Oh, facts. I'm going. I'm going to the Nas B-side show. I 100% will see Bita. That Blazer 50, nigga. Person that shit be. I'll be word they for word with that. They just actually. Was it, it, I, I couldn't do that, though. It was like Wu-Tang, Nas. You, you, had, you lost me at Wu-Tang. Don't even yeah, worry like, about it. I just like, bro, stop. Yeah, like don't even worry about it. And it was outdoors and shit. And I, I'm not going to no outdoors. So it's still just had Tim's on, nigga, and hoodies outdoors with the yeah, Wu Tang no. hoodie and the Tim's on. Ain't 90 no degrees in Georgia. Ain't no way. <laughs> um, well, we got some, man, some wins, some losses. We got some wins and some losses before we got out of here. First W or L to your man, the, 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 the designer. <laughs> he didn't realize the ESTG is that nigga and it's 75K. For a feature, and he went ramping on his little social medias and walked that back really quickly after somebody from the ESTG camp reached out to him. Win or a loss? Yeah, it's an L, man. Like designer, <clears throat> give it up, bro. First of all, I I didn't I can't believe he's still making music. Respectfully, he seemed like a nice guy, always he smiling. Able, he ought to be able to live off that royalty check, right? Yeah, he should. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, he owned that shit, but. Uh, but he he did turn up. I've never really seen him turned up like that. He usually be like in a good mood. That was a little weird. Uh, but somebody said, man, that they must have told him, nigga, they they outside his mama house or something. Because yeah. he walked that shit back real, real quick. Real quick, nigga. Them ESTG niggas ain't playing, buddy. EST or whatever. That His album banging, too. That EST, yeah, that new he got some nice shit on them. And new one is banging. He getting in his bag, man. I can't wait till he take that jump. Next win or a loss to West Side Gun. There was a brand new art exhibit by Isaac Paleos, The Last Supper painting. It features the faces, the you know, the smiley faces like he has on all of his artwork. Went for a hundred grand. A B win or a loss for playing that for the art. Man, that's <clears throat> that's a win. Uh, listen, that's his thing. West Side Gun, them them niggas is in the art. Yeah. They're in the wrestling and they're in the art. So if that's your thing, then that's what you're going to spend your bread on. 
Fuck it. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't get to see it though. Did you see it? It's dope. It's like oh. the you you know what the uh the last supper picture looks like. For sure. Jesus. Yeah. It just got all of the faces replaced with the little smiley faces that he be using. Okay. So yeah. I feel like that's worth it. I'm putting the price tag on it for the market. Like that resale gonna be for more than that. Art appreciates with value. It's my brand and thing. You know, like some True. rich nigga might buy it or something. That's dope. It's a one on one. Yeah, I like that. It's really dope. That guy Isaac Paleo is a really good artist. So he been catching a lot of buzz as of late. Selling Last... something for hundred bands will do it for you. Yeah, facts, 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 facts. I want to go to an art show. Mm. Look up one down here in Atlanta. All right, win or a loss last one. Your man, J.I.D., who reposts negative reviews about his album and then went to clown the author that wrote them. Is yeah, it win you, or a loss, man? This is an L. Don't, don't go the Wale route, bro. Like, you taking the, you taking the critics. That's a good one. The nigga didn't even shit. He gave it like a three point, like eight. Nigga, like relax, bro. Like, <laughs> he act like he gave it one mic. Like, like chill out, bro. Like, stop. He posted the nigga like bio, his face, and just like, bro, like you mad, dude. Like, I get it. You're you're an artist and you're sensitive about your shit. I, that's fine. Don't go the Wale route. Don't be the nigga that's angry at everybody that, that has an opinion about your shit, bro. Because everybody not gonna like it, bro. You gotta get used to that. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, what if a nigga did that to a song he didn't like of his? Like, what if a nigga was like, oh, I hate this song and just trolled him? Like, uh, like that's going to happen now, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's just stupid. Like, I think J.I.D. is talented. I just, I don't know if I'm rocking with the personality that I've seen. Just yeah, it just, I mean, it, like, bro, it's, it's going to happen. Everything ain't for everybody. It ain't like he just shit. That's the thing. It ain't like he shitted on it. Now, if he would have just been cluelessly like, nigga, it. this is the worst album of the year, like over the top doing dumb, then that would have been like, okay, like, come on, my nigga, who is you? But nigga just gave his fucking opinion, gave it like a three and a half. Like, it, bro, what's the problem? Like, did you like that, J.I.D.? I, to be honest, I still haven't sat with it. Cause it's one of them albums you really gotta sit with. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna come clean. Yeah, I can't just get that no rapping, rapping on that. It ain't one you gonna yell, like just listen to him and be like, oh, whatever, man. Did yeah, like I, I gotta listen him? to that, man. Cause I don't want to cheat him. Cause I know he put a lot of work into it, and, it, and people are talking about it crazy. So I gotta run it before the the end of the year, man. And see if it make that top ten. And I now I see this West Side painting. That is pretty cool. A hundred bands is insane, though. Imagine a big boy picture that in your living room. It's huge maybe. too. Yeah, designed around that. Get the couch to go with that and shit. Like just. The core, the all that shit look right. Jay Z put the world on art too. He put the hip hop world on art. Niggas want to talk about art before, dude. Like Basquiat and shit. Niggas want rhyming Basquiat and they rhymes and shit, bro. I had to sit with that. Not on a consistent basis. Not on a consistent basis. I give you that one. Um, on deck of the week, man. (laughs) Let's take it to YouTube, of course. We got a brand new subscriber, man. Shout out to Saint underscore 281 i appreciate you joining the party um leave a comment next time man let us know what you think about this episode and of course y'all let us know y'all favorite Nas b-sides man it's a ton of them out there um let us know what y'all top five favorite joints is you got to put us on man put on this week is music related rapper big poo dropped a brand new album it's called dream to dream in color Check mm. it out, man. I got to listen to it. Grown man rap. Just what do you sound life. like? Um, because I know you like the last one. I want to yeah, say I like the cool. last one, 2020, little brother. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just, just grown man. Like he rapping about like thinking he was gonna be a superstar, having to get a job, and just it's it's, it's good. It's very personal. I like it. It's just right down my lane. What I want to hear. 
I ain't mad at that. Um, sample, my, sample laden stuff. Yeah, dope. Yeah, but he, Pooh can rap though. I ain't nobody Facts. like he Big make a dope contemporary hip hop, and I mean that respect. Absolutely. Um, mine is an album too. Um, Simba, Out of the Bay. Mm. I'm becoming a fan. I like his project. He did the joint with DJ Drama, which I, I said DJ Drama would be back. I be, I be calling shit left and right and shit crazy. Um, this project, <laughs> tough. This project is called Results Take Time. Number one, I love the title. Number two, I think he has a bright future. Um, I see the potential. This is better than his last project, which is what I was hoping for because he's got the talent. Lyrically, I was just hoping that he could make craft better records and he's doing that with this so man y'all check out that symbol results take time he does not sound like a dive out of the bay like we traditionally are used to hearing and so that may turn some people off but i think it's uh i think it's dope man some good joints on here too like some super strong songs on here absolutely man i like that symbol i like his personality he, he, he seems like a dope artist it's gonna be around for a minute Absolutely, man. Guys, let us know again. Give us your top five favorite Nas B-side records. Which ones did we sleep on? Um, also, YouTube.com slash TV show. And, of course, Instagram, TV show. Follow the kid. What else we got, man, before we get out of here? That's it, man. We appreciate you tapping in. Tap in all over the social media sites. And, again, if you want to hear that interview with Animal Brown and myself, go check out the Another Week in the books feed just type it in over there on your podcast awitb we appreciate you we out yes sir